You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode number 31. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, the one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. You guys are in for a treat today. That's because I have a special guest and a dear friend, Mike Cozio. We'll be discussing acupuncture and Tai Chi. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Mike Cozio. Mike, are you ready to make it happen? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome, awesome. Mike is a acupuncturist, and he is out of Elk Grove Village. He is a good friend. We share the same birthday. Uh, we met a few years ago, and we've been uh, close friends uh, working together. But, Mike, how did you get started, and why are you so passionate about acupuncture? Well, how I got started with acupuncture, actually... Um so, you know, I was into Tai Chi and kind of Chinese philosophy a bit and spent some time in China and uh, had some experiences with acupuncture and Chinese herbs that uh, helped me personally. I think it's a, a common story among people who are into this medicine is that, you know, it helped them. And so they kind of got into it and, you know, wanted to be able to share it with other people. Now, uh, you had shared with me before in the past that you started out in, was it the... Um Chicago Star Stock Market Board of Trade. It was the uh, the Board of Trade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We worked at the Board of Trade for about eight years. And so that and, was uh, an experience, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite an experience. Um, I always, you know, so you think back now, like I feel kind of blessed to have just been able to experience that environment. It's you know kind of gone now. You know, the trading pits are are pretty much dead. So, you know, it was just neat to see see something like that. It's kind of a historical. Know, big historical thing that I got to be a part of for a short period of time, so it's really neat. That's cool. That's cool. Um, besides that, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? Let our audience learn a little bit more about who you are. Sure. Well, you know, I, I guess you know I mentioned it already. You know, the fact that I spent some time in China. Um, you know, I spent just over a year living there. Um, it was kind of part of a, a teach English in China kind of a thing and sort of a cultural exchange, you know, learn Chinese and, uh, you know, teach English. And I was in this uh, school out, you know, this uh, school out in the kind of the, they called it a suburban countryside environment, but it was pretty rural. And, um, you know, just got to see a lot of what life is like there. And, uh, you know, it was pretty amazing to, to see something totally different than what I was used to and, you know, it was hard at times, but but overall, a great experience. So. Yeah, and you know, sometimes I joke with you that I think your Chinese is better than my Chinese, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, I don't know about that. We'll we'll have a contest someday. <laughs> I think you'll win. Chinese still. Off. <laughs> Anyhow, um, let's dive into this acupuncture world here a little bit. And uh, for those who are not very familiar with it, could you describe uh, to our audience in your own words what acupuncture is all about? Sure. Um, I mean, so very, first of all, very simply, you know, acupuncture, the practice is a part of sort of one modality out of Chinese medicine. Um, so specifically acupuncture, you know, involves the insertion of, you know, fine sterile needles in order to sort of stimulate the body's healing processes. Um, you know, kind of, it goes back to the roots of, uh, 
Chinese medicine and philosophy, which are you know over a couple thousand years old. You know, of course, the practice has evolved over the years, but um, you know, still the basic understanding of the body and uh, physiology and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's from very old, very old texts. So, um, you know, it's kind of a, an old medicine that's been updated, and it seems to really just help people. Um, with a wide variety of issues, so it's really fun to uh, to kind of see what I can do with it. Now, um, is it true that needles? There are different types of needles. What, what, what's going on? What what do people see in in like Instagram pictures or social media pictures? What what is it that they see maybe that that is not exactly true? Or what can you clarify for people? <clears throat> well, yeah, sometimes you see. Uh, I mean, so there. Part of it is there are a lot of different ways of doing acupuncture, you know. So, I mean, you may see pictures of, you know, I mean, like one thing that I remember is uh, in the movie Matrix, you know, where they had all these acupuncture needles, like, all over his body. I don't know if you remember that part. But, um, you know, so one of the things is, like, you know, people ask, well, how many needles do you use and what are they like? And, you know, I think people's experience with a needle is probably, you know, getting a shot or something like that or having blood drawn. Um, you know, but the acupuncture needles are, are so fine, um, you know, just a little bit bigger than a human hair, um, you know, so it's a lot different than what, what people imagine, um, you know, in that way, I think, you know, you, and... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, I don't know what I was going to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool, that's cool. That's my um, train of thought, it, yeah. As far as does it hurt, um... You know, is there some pain associated with it? People yeah, I mean, that, that? that's a great question. It's, it's you know, certainly on uh, one of the first questions that I get when people come in. Um, and, you know, so my, my explanation is that it shouldn't really hurt, but I can't say that it's like without sensation. You know, I mean, there is a lot of the needles kind of just go in without really feeling much of anything. Um, you know, but sometimes we do like to, I mean, at least some practitioners, you know, like to achieve a bit of a, a chi sensation, um, which might be, you know, like a heaviness or a pressure, or sometimes there's a little bit of an electrical type sensation, but it's really quick. Um, you know, and then once people are, are kind of down, you know, sort of into the treatment, they usually rest with the needles for, you know, 30 minutes or so, you know, give or take a few, depending on who you're with. Um, you know, there shouldn't be any, like any continued discomfort. Mm. Now, uh, obviously people go in with the discomfort, so what types of people do you see, and um, what kind of outcomes do you get? Sure. So in my practice, um, you know, what's kind of come in a lot, I mean, pain is the biggest thing. Um, but, you know, one thing to recognize is that Chinese medicine, um, you know, I mean, obviously, like at the time as it was developing, this was medicine. You know, it wasn't, you know, alternative or it wasn't, you know, integrative or anything like that. It was the medicine for, you know, everybody. So... Um, you know, there's sort of a system to deal with, you know, as many different ailments as possible, um, you know, especially combined with herbs and, and you know, some of the other aspects. But, you know, my practice, you know, a lot of people come in for pain, digestive issues, sinus issues. Um, you know, one thing people are coming now a lot is for uh, fertility enhancement. And um, I see like migraine headaches and things like that. That's probably the biggest things in in my practice. Right, right. So, so do you find that people come in, um, and then once they get treated, do they have to come back? What what is the sort of the uh, regimen? Yeah. So, 
You know, acupuncture works best when it's frequent and regular. Um, you know, obviously we want people to start seeing uh, changes as quickly as possible. Um, but, you know, and sometimes, especially for pain, you know, we can see sometimes um, instant relief. I mean, within a matter of seconds or a minute or two, um, you can see some, you know, some improvements. Um, a lot of times then to make that change, you know, more permanent, and lasting, you know, we'll do a series of sessions. Um, I usually start people off with, you know, between four and six sessions. And for some conditions, that may be enough. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, a few more you know, sessions beyond that is, is required. And, you know, for some chronic issues, you know, sometimes, you know, people have to come a lot. You know, some people just need a lot of, a lot of treatment. And, but as long as they're getting some relief, you know, then we can, you know, we, we keep going with that. So. Sure, absolutely. Now, I'm just curious to know, like, obviously there are different modalities to treat pain. So, so why would you, mm -hmm. I guess in a few words, why would someone consider acupuncture first? Well, I think, you know, one of the biggest reasons, um, you know, obviously, like you said, there are a lot of ways to approach things. And, and I think acupuncture can be, you know, a great way to get some instant relief from the pain. You know, I mean, they may still, you know, need to do other things. You know, there may be some, um, you know, personal exercise component, you know, that they can strengthen certain muscles, you know, to kind of and improve their function and things like that. Um, you know, but acupuncture really helps, you know, the body to heal itself. And, you know, certainly from my clients, you know, from their perspective, they come in and, you know, a lot of the options are, you know, either surgery or drugs, and they want to try something else first, um, you know. And so a lot of times we can help people out, um, you know, and they, they feel, you know, some of the other, you know, I like to say there, there's, quote, side effects to acupuncture, which, you know, like increased energy and better sleep, you know, as opposed to side effects of, of some of the pain medications that they're having, you know, where they feel groggy and, you know, just don't feel well. So, you know, there's certainly, you know, it's a better alternative to, you know, to try for a lot of people. Right, right, right. I, I, I can see certain types of people go and visit you. Um, you know, what, what types of people actually do you see, though? Um, you know, males, females, young, old? Yeah, I mean, all kinds. Um, you know, I'd say, you know, people between, you know, 30 and 60 is, is most common. Um, you know, a bit more women than men. Uh, but the other day I noticed, uh, you know, I had a, you know, a lot of men that day. It just kind of was like, oh, yeah, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all kinds of people, you know, as far as that type of demographic, you know. And some people ask me, you know, can they bring their kids in? Um, so, you know, there's a limited amount of amount of kids that we see. Um, some people I know kind of make that a, a specialty, pediatrics. Cool. Yeah, we've had some people that we know actually have, have brought their brought their kids awesome awesome um now as far as um what you do with tai chi if we can change uh focus here a little bit tell the <laughs> audience a little bit about what that's all about and how that plays a role in your life sure so i've been doing um tai chi for uh, not quite 20 years and uh to me it's it's just a really great uh system so you know what it is, you know, for people who don't know anything about it, but, uh, you know, Tai Chi is, is a, a Chinese system of martial arts and health, um, you know, that, you know, typically involves, you know, doing um, a routine, 
you know, very slowly. You may have seen pictures or videos of, you know, people in the parks and stuff, especially in China, um, where it's pretty common that people go early and do their Tai Chi in the morning, or they're moving very slow. And so, you know, what it really, it's helpful, like, it, um, you know, helps people benefit their immune system, relieve stress. It's kind of like a, a meditation in motion. Um, you know, I find that it, it's sort of a, as you get delve really into it, it becomes almost like a spiritual practice, um, you know, because it's like meditation, it's training the body, training the mind. So, and I enjoy myself, you know, some of the, the martial art applications as well. Um, you know, it's just kind of fun to, you know, roll around with people and mess around and, and have some fun that way. So, um, you know, it's really, I, it, yeah, it's added so much to my life over the years, it's hard to almost even even summarize Sure. my best friend yeah. through through tai chi and martial arts and everything and um yeah so it's a really it's been a really great thing and we offer you know classes here at the at the clinic um a couple times a week and you know something i can tell people is you know if you're doing tai chi every day it's almost like like giving yourself a, an acupuncture treatment wow you if you practice regularly um you know, because it, it helps to, to relax. You know, over time, people who practice regularly, you know, their body becomes more relaxed, you know, and they become um, sort of more in control. You know, their proprioception, understanding of where their body is in space and what's going on, uh, you know, becomes a lot better. Strengthens the legs a lot. You know, you spend a lot of time in kind of a, you know, slightly squatted position. And so, you know, a lot of my times, my new students, after a, after a class, you know, they find their legs are really tired, you know, and so they're getting that strengthening, you know, of their legs and their core and everything too. Do do you find all, like, all within? I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you find a lot of people who uh, hear the words Tai Chi think of old people immediately, and there's like a diff, uh, um, negative association, and they don't think it's for them? I, you know, I would say, you know, the first part for sure. I mean, um, definitely, people think think of old people first. And I guess part of the reason is because it, it's sort of one of a few, you know, exercises or, you know, that are, can be very appropriate, you know, for old people. I mean, I started when I was 20, my early 20s. So, um, you know, I don't have that association. And of course, you know, knowing, you know, some of the martial art applications and stuff, obviously, you know, it, it's, you know, it's quite different for me. But certainly the way it's been, you know, portrayed in the media and things, and even when I was in China, um, you know, when I went there and I asked them, they says, hey, you know, can you help me find a Tai Chi teacher? And some people were like, you know, why do you want to learn Tai Chi? That's for old people. You should do Kung Fu, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, so there, there is that. Um, but, and actually, like, some of my students, um, you know, they're sort of like me in the sense that they've been doing martial arts for a while and, you know, maybe karate or taekwondo or, you know, just something else. And, and suddenly, you know, they're, they were, they're changing their mindset a little bit of, you know, they're feeling like, oh, you know, all that hard contact and everything is, is kind of rough. And, you know, they want to see a different way of, of doing martial arts. And some of those times, those are the most fun students because then, you know, they, uh, they already have some background and they can, you know, really get into, into the uh, concepts pretty quickly. Got it. But yeah, it's really, it's for anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, one thing that I, I try to push, but it is sort of a hard sell, is that, you know, I think a practice in Tai Chi, 
um, would benefit, you know, other activities that people are doing, you know, so like other sports or, you know, even other martial arts or just different really, you know, hardcore physical activities that they're doing, you know, a practice of Tai Chi would, I think, make what they do better. Because one of the things that we focus a lot in my class is, uh, um, you know, body mechanics and posture and all that stuff so that you, you learn to move very efficiently, which, you know, will help out in anything else that you do. Mm. No, I, I've um, kind of parallel the the Tai Chi with the yoga, although they're two different uh, exercises, if we will. Um, is is there some, I guess, crossover though, as well? Well, I think so, and, and you know, and nowadays I think yoga has gotten some, you know, some, you know, good press, we'll say, I guess, or you know, people are recognizing it as something that that what I've just said will sort of enhance, you know, sort of overall. Um, you know, physical fitness and flexibility and strength, um, you know, and I feel like Tai Chi can fulfill a similar role, um, you know, and so, the, you know, the practices of it are are very different. Um, you know, personally, I like the fact that, that Tai Chi, you know, has also this martial component um, that, you know, so we do sometimes a lot of uh, two-person work, and so I think that that makes it really interesting, um, you know, just, see, you know, it can be both cooperative or, you know, competitive where you're sort of working with the movements of another person that brings a whole new, whole new element into it. But yeah, I mean, I, I think people think of them, you know, Tai Chi and yoga in kind of the same vein. Um, tai Chi is probably not necessarily, um, you know, I know sometimes when people think of yoga, they think, oh, they're going to have to stretch and get all like pretzeled and weird right. <laughs> postures and stuff, which is not necessarily true, but that is a perception. And, you know, Tai Chi doesn't necessarily have that same, same perception. As far as uh, what you do with Tai Chi and everything, how is your practice different from others? Hmm. Well, um, I would say, you know, I mean, for me, like I said, I, I enjoy trying to get, um, all aspects of, of the Tai Chi practice. You know, there is, there are a number of people who feel that, um, you know, Tai Chi may, some of the practices, you know, don't include some of the, the martial aspects, um, you know, and maybe some of the, the postural elements. Um, you know, and I find that stuff, you know, especially, you know, working, like I said, with some of the two-person exercises and things, uh, you know, really important and, you know, not necessarily, there are, of course, a ton of people also doing that. Um, you know, and everybody kind of adapts, you know, the Tai Chi to their own experience. I mean, I've had a number of different teachers, and the way that I teach, um, you know, is a, you know, every teacher is, is influenced the way that I teach to some degree. And, you know, so everybody, you know, nobody has had that same combination of teachers. So, you know, everybody's going to approach it a little bit differently. Uh, but of course, you know, I'm, you still try to keep learning and, and expanding your knowledge and experience. So, cool. kind of distill it better. Now, um, you can answer this for both your acupuncture as well as your tai chi. But what can people expect when they um, arrive for at your acupuncture, and then what they can expect when they come to your first tai chi class? Okay, sure. So, you know, when somebody comes for acupuncture, um, you know, obviously like any place, they have to fill out some paperwork. And, you know, we'll sit down and, and talk a little bit about what's going on with them and what, what their expectations are. And, um, you know, of course, I let them know what, you know, whether or not I can help them, um, you know, and kind of, you know, 
whether or not you know I can expect you know what sort of what to expect as far as results with acupuncture with whatever it is that they're that they're hoping to achieve um and then we kind of get you know pretty quickly we kind of get straight into the treatments um you know and so at our clinic we do what's called community acupuncture and that basically means we have a larger treatment room with uh, several people being treated in the same room um we do it in reclining chairs and it's a you know nice quiet peaceful space a lot of people fall asleep you know or at the very least get get really relaxed and just kind of have a chance to um you know just sort of be still and quiet for a while which i think is is also really beneficial in in addition to the you know actual acupuncture treatment itself so and then they you know they rest for 30 to 40 minutes or so sometimes up to 60 kind of to try to be flexible with uh you know what people need or want and uh yeah and then that's kind of how that's kind of how it works with the with the acupuncture um you know as far as the tai chi classes you know we i it's kind of an ongoing class so you know people can join any time and you know we usually have a a set of what i call tai chi basic exercises that uh we typically do together um and then we kind of start working on you know what most people think of as tai chi as the tai chi form um you know and there's a certain amount of you know for my classes a certain amount of independence uh required because it's kind of an ongoing class people are you know some people have been doing it for a little while some people have been you know just starting out so people are at different places in the form and so you know while we may discuss uh certain movements together or certain basic principles as a group um you know a certain amount of the class is you know I'll show somebody something and you know kind of expect that they can spend a few minutes practicing it and working on it um on their own and first practice at home and come back and you know have questions and you know that way I can I can show them more you know because they've worked on what I've shown them already so uh and what I tell people is the tai chi is very much it's very much their own personal practice and I see my job as more of a guide helping them you know to to enhance their own their own practice so people can uh not to cut you off Mike people can join your tai chi at any point there's there's no like yeah yeah anytime class. yep yeah there's uh you know we've got you know classes almost every week and um you know so yeah just just jump in at any point and you know like i said we spend a few minutes on their first day you know give them just a little piece to to practice and you know when they when they have that you know more or less down we can start adding to it and uh you know and all the way we try to instill the the whole idea of the principles of tai chi you know the underlying principles which which are part of all the movements you know so cool yeah yeah definitely join any time now um your uh community acupuncture uh style now mm-hmm. can you go into it just a little bit more to let people understand what it is uh, and it was something that I think is pretty unique about what you do is you do a sliding scale. Can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, so I didn't invent this, you know, some people, um, you know, I kind of learned to be part of community acupuncture and basically the, what some people saw was that, um, you know, with acupuncture, the way it's traditionally done in a private room and, you know, at a certain, uh, you know, fee scale basically just left a lot of people out. You know, so a lot of people who may have been interested or who may be benefit from it, um, but they just couldn't afford it. And um, so they devised, you know, a system where, um, you know, we can make this more accessible to, to other people. And so I think it's, you know, it's a really important value for me, 
um, just that, you know, we can bring this to people who, you know, who need it and, you know, who aren't necessarily, uh, you know, have a lot of disposable income, you know, and so, you know, we don't necessarily want people to have to choose between, you know, paying their bills and, you know, helping their shoulder pain, for example, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so we offer the sliding scale and, um, basically it's pay what you can, you know, within the scale, as long as, you know, whatever it is within the scale, we don't require any explanations or, you know, any documentation. Um, we just tell people to, you know, be honest and pay what you can and trust that they'll, they'll do that. And so, you know, the goal is that they can come, you know, as much as they need to, you know, so some, for some conditions, you know, people are in a lot of pain. I'll be like, you know, you really need to come, you know, a few times this week, you know, just to get your pain down to a more manageable level. And, you know, and we may do, you know, a couple times a week for, you know, or three times even for an extended period. And we want to make sure that that's possible for people. They can actually get the, the treatment that they need to feel better. So, um, you know, so our clinic is part of a, a national organization um, called the People's Organization of Community Acupuncture, or POCA, a, a cooperative. So, yeah, so that they have uh, member clinics throughout the country. Okay, you know, if people are listening in, in other parts of the country, you know, they can look up POCA Co-op, P-O-C-A-C-O-O-P dot com, and look at the, you know, find clinics in their own area that can, can treat it. So. Super. Now, as far as your overall philosophy about health and wellness, um, can you summarize what that is for our audience? Yeah, I guess, you know, my overall philosophy, um, you know, I think is that, you know, to to the degree that you can, you know, people need to take, you know, we try to encourage people to take control of their own health and, you know, good lifestyle habits. Um, you know, and obviously, though, you know, everybody needs some help in there, you know, and so sometimes things happen and whatever, um, you know, and so that's what, that's why doctors of various types you know, are available is because, you know, you know, you need some help. So, you know, there's sort of a combination of, of uh, you know, doing what you can, what's in your control, and then, you know, seeking help when, when you need it. And so, okay, you sounds know, I good. think some sounds of the, good. Yeah, yeah. Now, as far as any uh, tips do you have for our audience, maybe three tips that you could share um, from your viewpoint? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, tips for me are, is nothing super uh, super earth-shattering. I mean, I think, you know, what's really important is, is you know, good nutrition, uh, you know, getting lots of, you know, whole foods, fruits and vegetables, that sort of thing, you know, getting enough sleep and and movement. You know, there are a lot of, uh, one of the things I'm kind of interested in kind of getting into is this uh, kind of natural movement philosophy. I think Tai Chi is a big part of that, and there are other people approaching it from from different perspectives. But, you know, just the idea that, you know, you got to move your body. Um, you know, and I think so many of the pain uh, issues that I see, you know, sometimes when I tell people who are taking Tai Chi, say, hey, you know, this is like prehabilitation. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a chance. It's injury prevention. Um, so the more people move, you know, then the better off they'll be. I see a lot of people, they, they come in because they hurt their back or their shoulder, maybe cleaning out the garage or the attic or, you know, doing something they don't normally do, you know, because they, they don't move a lot, and then all of a sudden they try to do a lot, and then they end up injured. So those are the big things is getting good nutrition, you know, moving your body all kinds of different ways, 
uh, and getting enough sleep. Yeah, totally agree. With nothing earth shattering, nothing new, but you know, good important <laughs> principles of of health. So. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Um, believe it or not, we are at the end of the thirty minutes, Mike. Holy cow! But um, definitely want you back, maybe in the future for sure to dive in sure a little thing. bit more into uh, what you do. How do people get a hold of you, and do you have any last piece of advice for our audience? Well, um, you know, they can get hold of me. You can uh, look up our website, wholehealthacupuncturechicago.com. It's kind of long, but uh, that's what it is. And, um, you know, it's got our phone numbers and office hours and information about acupuncture and tai chi there. So that's probably the the biggest thing. Um, And, uh, you know, as for advice, I'd say, you know, Everything that you just said in the last question, you know, find uh, someone in your area, you know, find, get acupuncture, get involved in an exercise class and uh, eat well. Awesome. Awesome, Mike. It was, it was really fun, uh, you know, doing this podcast with you. Um, I see you a few times a week or at least once a week and talk to you regularly. So I definitely uh, look forward to more conversations with you on this podcast uh, it was really fun. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, Yeah, thank you. It was, uh, thanks for having me on. It was a good time. No worries. Uh, hope I'll you listeners learned something. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.